The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Are we talking about it right now? I think we're kind of talking about it right now. <laughs> we started to talk about something before I press the record button. Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities. We're talking about it right now. We're talking about, are we talking about it right now? <laughs> I can't believe that this day came that we're talking about it. <laughs> what Jackie was talking about is that there's somebody uh, at her job, a regular customer. I, I don't know. You, you, take it, you take it from here, exactly what you were talking about. You know... <sighs> There is something that, and it actually has not been until recently that I finally, you know, sometimes you need to get the words in your brain of what that feeling is. Where like, I I couldn't describe why I was feeling this way, and then I realized what it was. Mm -hmm. That sounds very generic, but I'm about to get a little more specific. (laughs) Because we're talking about it right now. (laughs) We're talking about it right now. I, I, as a lot of you guys know, was a horrible bully for many years, and lately i mean it's always happened on and off that like i'll meet someone or i'll be around someone and like i immediately find the negative traits the make funnable traits and usually i keep it inside yeah the things that will cut you to the core because i know that i am very capable of saying things that are so hurtful for no fucking reason. And the only people I still do that to, which is terrible, is my mother <laughs> and my sister. That I will still say things that, like, afterwards, like, when you look at the extreme hurt on someone's face and, like, in your brain, you're like, why did you just say that? Yeah. There was no reason for you to do that. Why did you just make that person feel that way? But now, lately, it's been happening with strangers and also acquaintances where I look at them and I just get filled with this like man there is just something about you that I just like I want to go over and just like half make fun of you half make fun of you like jokingly make fun of you but that's not my game I don't do that anymore that's not my humor either I usually if I'm making fun of anyone I'm usually making fun of myself right and that's something that I've honed over the years but i'm starting to realize that i don't know if it's just because i've been so busy or that like a lot's going on that i'm not i haven't been really checking in that i just look at someone and i'm just like man i want to fucking punch you in the face for no reason well i mean this makes perfect sense you just walked with me to the uh to the pharmacy to grab myself a little bit of nicotine gum and on the way back you were saying that you haven't been processing anything you haven't been addressing anything and uh because you've just been going go 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 no days off no time really for yourself to really sit back and think uh and i know that you've been also extremely stressed out like you are on the you're on the edge say so you're on the jackie's edge right jackie's now. edge baby <laughs> yeah and i'm sure when you were younger uh you had the same sort of thing so you're all about lashing out you want you're not dealing with your own shit so you're wanting to fucking take somebody else down because you've got to have some sort of release and you're not turning your fucking pressure valve off man no you're not getting the release thing it's not like because i've been watching a lot of loss lately okay is you know, that what's happening 4 8 15 16 23 42 you know when they I have to press the button things. they have to press the button every 108 minutes i remember <laughs> i saw part of it and you know what i stopped watching it because i thought it was boring there i said it that's my confession for the day. I thought I it was boring. I don't blame you, okay? I get it. I get it. I love it. But, 
you know, the whole thing is that, you know, they have to press the button every 108 minutes or else. Uh, they don't know Supposedly, the, yeah, they don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but I think that's what you're not doing. You're not letting it go. You're not letting that fucking steam out for whatever reason. And yet, though, I've been cross-stitching a lot. <laughs> I've been trying to take any time that I do have, and I'm trying to cross-stitch. <laughs> because I keep telling myself that it's going to make me calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Is it just, are you just sitting there getting angrier and angrier and thinking about the things that are making you angry? No, I'm not thinking about anything yeah. like cross-stitching, mm. which is great because I'm not thinking about anything. But it is really weird that like I just want to see the hurt in somebody's eyes like not physically i just but the thing is that it rises to my mouth and i have to force myself to stop Mm -hmm. because there's no reason to do it but i have to like like why are you doing it you gotta stop you can't put it on somebody else you know when did this start i would say maybe about two weeks ago but it's like the exact kind of people that like i made fun of when i was a bully yeah it was like the end, like I see them and I'm just like, look at you, you fucking, you have no personality. Yeah. You have all that. And like, I go into this, like, it makes me think of this one poor kid that I used to call manatee because he kind of <laughs> looks like a manatee and he never said anything interesting. And he just sat there and he kind of <laughs> wasn't your. And you know what? I love to make fun of him. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I know I it's terrible. I because I, I. Because I was also in in high school, like I was, you know, I was the bullied kid when I was younger. But then when I was high school, much like you, I discovered that I had a talent for cutting people to the core. I had a talent for looking at someone and being able to just like know exactly what to say. But their weaknesses. Yeah, their mental weakness. Like being able to look. But that's another thing is that I think that's also why it's like that is the negative side of empathy. It's like, because, you know, we are empathetic people and we can connect with people in a positive way. But I think that's because we figured out how to do it in a negative way first. first. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. You're right, though. Yeah. 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 We figured out first how to connect with people in a negative way. Because and we it, can connect with anybody. Yeah. It's like yeah. we meet people all the time. We talk to people. But you're right. But at the same vein, it's the opposite side. It's like, yeah, but I could fucking cut you at the knees, man. Yeah. Just as easily as I can make you laugh and be like, that person's great. Yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah. it's like the anger management. It's all the things you've learned and all the tools you've learned that like you learn to use it and you like to manipulate. I mean, to manipulate how you're crazy, like what you think of. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it all has to do with our outlook on the world. You know, and I think it has to do with, with where we are. Because, you know, when we were younger, pretty unhappy kids, you know, like, and also kind of, like, stressed and, and kind of bored and not really caring about the world around you. Uh, but I think when we're in good places, that's when you really want to make people feel good. That's when you want to connect with people in a good way. But when your outlook on the world and the outlook in your own personal life, and I think that might have more to do with it, is what's going on in your personal life. When you're unhappy with that, then that's when you look out and you want to fucking destroy someone, at least for the day. But that's the other thing is that sometimes those words, they can fuck people up for years. Because they're like, why would this person that doesn't really know me that well say that and make me feel this way because mm. there is no, I mean it's like a chaos reigns yeah and I think that's part of what I 
weirdly, I don't want to say like about it, but like that it is that it is for no reason Mm -hmm. that I can just do it. Mm -hmm. But it's like having the ability to control yourself that is growing up. Yes. You have to learn how to control yourself. And it's hard sometimes where, you know, it's exactly like... wouldn't it be fun to lash out? Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun to introduce chaos into someone else's life? Because my life is so fucking chaotic. I want to send someone else's life into a fucking smoke bomb. <laughs> I want to smoke bomb somebody. You want to smoke bomb somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to throw a fucking artillery shell in the middle of someone else's life. You know? And ha- let them let them fucking see what chaos is all about. And let, then you walk out of it. Yeah. And then you walk out of it feeling a little bit better about your own chaos, knowing that you fucked up someone else's day. And that's a bad thing. That's why we talk about it, though. Yeah. That's why I'm glad we're talking about it. Yes. I'm glad that I identified this. Yeah. <laughs> because I was feeling a lot more, and it was just so vicious what i've been saying in my head yeah 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 i get that too man when i start doing i when i get to that point i do that too uh and it's some bad shit man it is some super bad juju uh and it and it it also sends you into this like self-hatred spiral because you start feeling but it's like why did i think that right why like even if you don't say because if you sit it you'd feel so much worse but just thinking it you're like man i am such a fucking piece of shit why would i want to say that why would i ever want to say that why would why am i judging that person that fucking hard why am i doing that that that's that that makes me a bad person and then you start thinking about your yourself as a bad person you start thinking about yourself as just another piece of shit the reason why the world's going to hell the reason why everything sucks is because of me and my thoughts but then uh, at the same time if you already feel like the bad person for not even saying it you may as well fucking say it that's because if if i'm already such a fucking piece of shit maybe i should just say it that's where it ends yes <laughs> that's that that's is where problem. it ends and then that. you come here and we talk about it <laughs> because i just it was just happening right before we started yeah I started talking about something, and then I was like, why am I saying this? (laughs) Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it's definitely people like us have to keep an eye on that sort of shit. And I'm sure there's plenty of people out there as well. You got to keep an eye on that sort of thing because you you can't be that person. Because once you start, because if it's in your head... I mean, and it's that's something that we've talked about before, is that, like, if it exists only in your head, then it isn't real. It hasn't happened. You can't feel guilty for things that you haven't done. You know, you can't feel guilty for that at all. That's just something that happens in your head. It's when you externalize it, when you make those thoughts a reality that's when, yes, you can feel guilty. If you have those thoughts in your head and you're like, oh, God, just, okay, just don't say that. Just don't say that. And if you don't say it, then it's You have fine. control. Then you have control. Because sometimes you can't stop your brain from thinking things. No, of course not. You know, but all the time you can't stop yeah, your brain. I guess that's true. <laughs> all Unless you're cross stitching, <laughs> and then you don't think about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or in, ca- in my case, you know, playing video games. That's yeah, when my mind go. goes. Flip. Like that's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Spend ten hours in the capital waste or in the uh, the Commonwealth wasteland. That's what I've been doing. I don't understand. Don't worry about it. Is it Minecraft? <laughs> I actually have used Minecraft as a complete and total mind wipe. Uh, during some particularly difficult times last year uh, when I was getting out of the bad living situation that I was in, I did shut myself off into a Minecraft world with my headphones blaring music as loud as I could. And that did help me to get through that awful time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, video games really do help me out a lot in conjunction with music. Uh, but when I came out of it, it was all still there. 
I just was you know, I wasn't you just weren't thinking about it. I just wasn't thinking about it. And it is good to have those breaks, but they're not a substitute for dealing with it because I think that's what a lot of people do. Uh, any sort of escape from reality, whether it be video games or television or drugs or alcohol or anything like that, that escape from reality it's there, yes, and, it, and you are using it for a purpose uh, to just escape all that bullshit for a second, but it's not a solution. You're just sort of shuffling it. You're just shuffling along. It's like a procrastination. Right. You're just, sh- you're just pushing it on to the next day. And you got to fucking deal with it. You have to deal with it. And if you don't deal with it, then it's going to bubble up to the point where, you know, what you kind of have right now is you got that bile that's mm. just kind of, you, you feel it like it starts, and you're like, oh, it's kind of in my chest. And then it gets a little bit further. It's like, oh, it's kind of at the bottom of my neck. It's like, oh, oh it's at my oh, throat. I'm and drowning then, oh. in it. I'm <laughs> drowning. And now, and then you just speak. Spew it all over everyone. You spew that smelly acid. Ah, <laughs> like the what is this? The fan, the fan dinosaur. The fa- oh, like the the, the hat one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that takes down uh, Newman. Newman. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, one. Yeah, 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 I think it's a Dilophosaurus. Sure, 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 yeah, sure. Yeah, good luck on them. The fucking the fucking Lucasaurus. Yes, the Saurus. Yes, the the Saurus. But if you don't deal with that, then yeah, it all is gonna come fucking. It's all gonna come tumbling out. You can't just keep pushing it down the road. But now that you've identified it. Now that you've talked about it and, you know, you've identified a little bit, you can start working on it. Just be a little more aware. Just be a little bit more aware. And I think think you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep, just don't let it out. That look in your eyes, that look in your eyes, it's it's not telling me, it's not telling me good things. No, 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 just don't let it out, Marcus, just don't let it out. Just just don't let it out, but also think about why it's there in the first place. Right, 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 right. Start looking around, start looking to see what maybe you can do to keep that bile from bubbling up in the first place. And then I just take them and I smash their head against the wall. Who? Them. All of them. Okay, I think you're trying starting to, to get. Cross-stitch. I think you're starting to get to the point where you're trying to figure. Where you're starting to figure out what's <laughs> going on. I, I saw that you have heads in mind uh, with that. Yeah, I kind of. That kind of reminds me of a time when I was out uh, with my uh, with my dad, and we were staring at a pond, and he was throwing these gourds into the pond, and then shooting them with his gun. And I said, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Relieving stress." And I, I mean, could tell that every single every single gourd had a name, uh, <laughs> and that and that every that, gourd uh, has a name. <laughs> yeah, that was helping him at the time, uh, but it also he eventually dealt with that. Um, but it's good to identify that at the very first to at least identify it's like oh those are the problem things in my life those are the problem people in my life what are those people doing to be such a problem how can i solve those people not with violence no, never maybe with, with violence with dancing <laughs> you know i get all west side story just become that person every time i get angry i start to dance which i mean it would help yeah it would it would definitely it would at least diffuse the situation it would definitely put me out of breath enough that i wouldn't be able to say what i wanted to say it like would, uh, you uh, you lackluster uh. it would confuse the other person enough where they would i think not want to deal with you it's like and not oh, take me seriously Okay, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to get... If you're going to dance... Maybe I figured out my solution, Marcus. (laughs) Maybe you figured out your solution. It's not cross-stitching. Maybe it's dancing. Maybe it's to cross... Maybe it is dancing. Let me know how the next time that that works. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm going to try. All right. We may not have solved anything today, but at least we've, uh, I don't Open know. Open in the doors of communication. Open in the doors of communication. That's really all you can do, man. Because it keeps you from not doing the bad thing. Yeah. If you just talk about it and try to deal with it. Talk about it, try to deal with it, and at least take the first step towards something. Or yes. T- take the st- first step, and you're never going to fix it, but at least you can manage it. Yes. And that's all, all you can really ask for, mm-hmm. man. It's all about managing. Let's get to our letters for today. How's about that? Yay! <laughs> give, okay, give me something more. Give, give me a little bit more. You go fuck! <laughs> Is that what you're I looking for? I think that's more? more what I was looking for. I love it. All right. What are we going to call? She's Swedish. What are we going to call this? And she's a, she's a younger one. Uh-oh, tiny meatball. <laughs> she's my tiny Swedish meatball. She's got flaxen hair and big blue eyes. She's my tiny Swedish meatball. I think that's wonderful. Thank you. God, I love Swedish meatballs. It's so small. I love Swedish meatballs as well. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, dear Jackie and Marcus, thank you for an amazing podcast and a wonderful community. Thank you for listening. Of course. Swedish Meatball, thank you very much. Says, I'm a Swedish girl who recently turned 16, and I'm generally quite happy with life. Hasn't always been that way, though. When I was around 13 or 14, I was very depressed. I hated myself and felt so worthless. I didn't go 30 minutes without me thinking about ending my life. When I was 14, I was put in a confirmation group. Group. I haven't heard of these, but she goes on to explain what these are. She says, I wasn't religious. It was just something everyone did. And the, for the first time, I truly felt loved and important. Oh, to make your confirmation. Yeah, I guess a Catholic thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She said, I got a lot happier very quickly. I love the people I've met in church, and I always feel so genuinely happy when I'm there. I'm now the leader of a confirmation group myself, and I'm hanging out in church a few hours after school every Wednesday. One of the first people I met in Swedish church has been with me on this entire journey and has always been an amazing support. Support. This person has been the leader of every group I've been in and is co-leading my current confirmation group. It's by far the most wonderful human being you'll ever meet, and I'm afraid I've fallen in love. This person happened to be more than twice my age, happily engaged, and have an adorable little kid. I'm fucked. This has started to make me very miserable. I'm still ridiculously happy in church, and I adore everyone I've gotten to know there, God included, but when I'm not there, all I think about is my love interest, and I don't know if the five hours a week of absolute happiness is worth six days of the week in misery. You can only go through one's Facebook picture so many times before feeling like the creepiest of stalkers. The hideous picture from my Bay's summer vacation 2007 doesn't give that much when you've seen it 50 times. I can't quit church since, first of all, I've promised to be the leader of the group that will meet once a week till May, and second of all, it is my happy place. It is where I belong, where I feel valuable and loved. Church has done so much for me, it might even have saved my life, and I can't stand letting this stop me from being there. How do I handle meeting my love when I start shaking only thinking about it? I'm blown away with what I'm capable of feeling. I've never felt this strong for anyone in my life. With love, Swedish Meatball, P.S., just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean I'm homophobic, racist, sexist, conservative, judgmental asshole, even though everyone I meet seems to believe that, especially in Sweden where 85% are atheists. Girl, I've been there before. <laughs> oh, Lord, have I been there before? You've been there before? Yeah, you haven't been there before? 
Uh, I mean, Why do you think I got to first period for two years during <laughs> high school was because I was so in love with the TA in my first period class that if it wasn't first period, I wouldn't go. I, I would never be there. I def- I think that this is more of a, a, a girl thing than a guy thing. Dude, and I would just, I would sit there and I would stare. Went through. See, I didn't have the Facebook pictures, but I did have the pictures that I would take because this was like, like a drama guy. Mm-hmm. So I... Like, like was a part of drama was doing all this stuff and he was around all the time so I would like take pictures like I mean the you know the old school selfies mm-hmm. of what I would do on like on my little uh, like the disposable cameras right and I would take them and I had them all over my room I would hide them in books I had them everywhere and I would leave the class being like why? <laughs> Why? I'm fat and I'm ugly and he's never going to like me. And it was so palpable yeah. that, you know what? I still see pictures of this guy and I'm like, <laughs> man, do I remember. But the thing is, is that, yeah, don't quit going to church. You can't. You be around him. You have a great time. You sparkle when you're around him. The second you leave, dude, you just got to find another thing to be obsessed with. Yeah. You got to find another dude or another girl or another thing that you're just like, yeah, but when he's on around, it's like, but I can dream about this. Yeah. That's why I had big posters of you and McGregor all over my room. <laughs> because if I wasn't staring at pictures of him, I was staring at pictures of you and McGregor. And I could at least dream about that. And Orlando Bloom. I mean, <laughs> I had my Orlando Bloom cut out. <laughs> But at the same time, then eventually I moved on to being obsessed with a guy my own age Mm -hmm. who still didn't want me and still wanted nothing to do with me, but it just shifts. And I'm not saying what you're feeling is not valid at all because it's insanely valid. Totally. It's the beginning. It's like that feeling, I'll never forget how I felt about him, ever. I don't think I'll ever feel that way about anybody ever again because it was the first time I'd ever felt like that. And he was the one. He was also married. He wanted fucking nothing to do with me. He was 30 years old, you know, but it serves its purpose. It definitely serves its purpose. You know, I, I think a lot from from what I hear, just from uh, being friends with quite a few women and just talking to, you know, women that I've dated throughout my life, I think a lot of girls have their first sexual awakening with an older man, yeah. like an older, like uh, an authority figure of some kind. Usually, a teacher. Uh, you know, I've definitely heard of this. The youth group thing is a big. That's a well, big thing. It's a I hear that. System. I it's- hear that again and again. That you know, kids in youth groups get really attached to you know the leader of their of their youth group. A, a lot. This happens to a lot of girls. Uh, and yes, it it is because a they're so empathetic love. too, and they're such yes. a good. They are good people, and that's why you're attracted to them. Yeah, they're there because they want to help kids. You know, they they want they believe in what they're doing. They believe you know the good ones are there to help kids. There are definitely bad ones that are there to fuck kids. Yes, but yeah, yeah, it is. But but. that doesn't sound like that's who this guy is. You know, because you got, but you do have to accept the fact that it's like, no, it's it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. You shouldn't, try to make it happen nobody should try to make it happen when you have of course like that big age difference someone that's twice your age like you can't try to make it happen it's just it's that's gonna end in tears no matter what well yeah and also remember the reason why you are so into this guy is that he is such a great person that if he did want to have sex with you he would be a creep he'd be a like, bad if person if he's a lot older it's like then that's not the kind of guy you want to be with that's not the kind of guy you want to be but like having 
somebody up on a pedestal. I mean, we've all we all do it because yeah. then that's also how you figure out what you want from a person down the line when you do find somebody your own age or you do find somebody that you guys get together and, and it's and it's the feelings are mutual because then you start to develop of like well i'd liked him because of this mm-hmm. so now i need to find somebody my own age and find those same qualities yeah exactly like the, it's a good template for yeah. what you for what you want in a guy uh, look at the qualities that this guy has. Think about what you like about him. Uh, and then you know what you're going to want in a man once you get older or right now. You know, guys that are right around you. But, yeah, it's like this is a, a good opportunity for you to know what you want in a man. That or if um, he, like my TA, had a younger brother who was just a year older than me. Mm. And then maybe you just turn your your sights on him. <laughs> Because he looks a lot like him, and I was t- and like, that's who I turned to, because I was like, oh, he's his brother, he's just like him. Oh my God, and he's just a year older than me, and I bet that I could make, still didn't want me at all, wanted nothing to do with me. But I was funny, and, 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 and he laughed at my jokes. There you go. I that think, was about it. Uh, well, you yeah. know, but still, uh, I, I think, yeah, it is It is kind of weird how this is definitely a, a female thing, because I think guys, I definitely had crushes on uh, teachers uh, here and there, uh, but I never had, like, that all-encompassing, like, love for a teacher. Because, I mean, don't, your love is valid. It is real. Yeah. Yeah, it's very valid. It's very real. Uh, but that is, you know, it's not, I don't think that really happens with uh, guys and, and older older women. I think it also is, but yeah, but it's like the mom thing, though. Yeah. There is the hot mom stuff. Well, it's much more sexual. It's very sexual. It's because a- that's the age group, though. Because, like, I was looking for the love of my life. Yeah. I was looking for romance. I was looking for someone that was going to take me out and look into my eyes for two hours and just be like, I love you. That's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And because that's what, I mean, that's not what everybody wants. But if you're a romantic, then that's what you want. If you want to fuck, you want to fuck. And Mm -hmm. that's what the hot mom thing is about. Yes, it is. It's not about needing another mother. You have one. Or, you, you know, you have mother figures in your life. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Right, of course, and and I I think you you definitely shouldn't stop going to church, you know. And I you know I know this this might sound weird coming from me, uh, but I don't think there's anything wrong with Christianity in at its core. Like I don't think uh, you know as it is, you know, it can be Christianity can be a very beautiful uh, religion. It can be a very beautiful belief system, as it sounds like you're practicing it. Not homophobic, racist, sexist, conservative, or judgmental. It can be a very it can be a great belief. Belief system. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not one of those people that believes that you know religion is the pox in humanity. It's like no, it's a very great thing for uh, for, for a lot of people, people. For a lot of people, and it sounds like it's a great thing for you. Uh, and so stick with it. Definitely stick with it. It sounds like it's a wonderful thing for you, uh, but don't let this uh, chase you away from that. Just because you can't have this guy, don't let that chase you away uh, from. From your faith, which sounds like it is a, a a fantastic thing for you and your mental health. I cut out the eyes of a lot of the pictures of my TA, and I put them on other pictures of like you and McGregor, or sometimes I would just paste the pictures on the top of my textbook so it looked like he was looking into my eyes. 
Wow. <laughs> so what I'm telling you is that, and also the kinds of things that I'm doing, I didn't like. I still don't think that I was weird for what I did. I don't think because you are that's just what we did. That's what teenage girls do. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean. I mean. Yeah. If I'm 28 years old, I'm still doing that. That is. That's an issue. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Tiny Meatball is cutting the eyes out because she can't because they're all on Facebook. <laughs> well, so, you could print out a, you can go to Kinko. You could print it out <laughs> and do it. But I'm saying is that what what you're doing, it's like, yeah, man, sometimes you, you do something, you're just like, did I go too far? <laughs> but as long as nobody knows about it, it's yeah, yeah. Fine. I mean, really, going too far with this is you know going too far. He's trying to kiss him, trying or to kiss trying him. to do so. Like that's making a move. You can't of any kind because he won't talk to you ever again. Yeah, and like that's the thing. It's like don't lose your friendship over anything. And that's what's really important to you. You don't want to screw up your confirmation group, the gut thing that you guys are leading together. That would just screw up all the work that you've done. So don't. Unfortunately, he's not interested. And it has nothing to do with you. It's the fact that you're just a lot younger than he is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, he, like I said, he'd be a creep if he did. Yeah. And he's also, he's married. He's yeah. got a kid. He's got a you kid. Know, like, he's that's got all, like, you don't want to be a marriage destroyer. No. You know, it's just, it's not worth it in no, the long run. It's not worth it. Yeah, you don't need to tell him how you feel. You don't need uh, to, you definitely don't need to make a move or anything like that. Just... Leave it be. Enjoy it for what it is. Enjoy the friendship that you have with them. Uh, and just, you'll find someone else. Find somebody in, in your school, you yeah. know, that's just and that's you don't similar. Have, yeah, and you don't have to, like, make a conscious effort to find somebody. No. You just, you know, chill, man. Just yeah. relax. You'll be okay. You'll it find is, somebody else. It'll come, it'll come for you. It'll come around. Exactly. And it is time-consuming to be obsessed with more than one guy. <laughs> it takes a lot of time. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Because you think I switch focuses and be like, yeah, but he's got this, yeah. this, this, and this. I don't know. In high school, I was obsessed with one, uh, an obsession with one girl at a time type of guy. Definitely always had an obsession. Yeah. But it was definitely one girl. I was a one obsession man. There you go. Oh, yeah. There was Christy, and there was Michelle, and there was Ashley, and there was Stephanie. There was a lot of different obsessions out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I had different grades, though. Like, I had, like, the ones that were, like, in my head, quote-unquote, obtainable, which mm-hmm. none of them were. Yeah. But the ones that, like, I knew or, like, I talked to. And then I had, like, the celebrity ones that I worshipped. Mm-hmm. And then I had, like, the older guys that, like, there's no way you'd ever talk to me. And so you would just stare at them. Oh, yeah. I had my, uh, my crush. I had my, uh, it was during the heyday of Pamela Anderson, Jenny McCarthy, back when she was just, like, a hot kind of funny girl yeah. on Singled Out. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith, Carmen Electra, uh, Erica Aleniak, the Baywatch ladies. The Baywatch ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, of course, there was the girl that was like three uh, grades older than me because, I, you know, and I was like 5'5", five, five, uh, starting, you know, before I hit my growth spurt or anything, and she was like six foot tall and just beautiful woman. And you stare. And I stared, but I, you know what? Never made a move. No, never, no, never talked. Because, to never, <laughs> you never talked to him ex- except the uh, odd. Uh, I guess you could just say awkward hello. Hey! hey. <laughs> How many times were like I would say it so loud and then other people would turn around because like my one that like wasn't the obtainable one but the older one was in Henry's grade uh. and he was friends with Henry and I just would be like Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Way too loud and then everybody turns and I'm just like I felt like I was in a movie like every time I was just like Why am I so loud? Why did I say it like that? And he was just like look at me like hey. and like walk by. 
Oh man. Well, well. In in summation, uh, keep your friendship the way it is. Uh, don't act on these feelings, uh, and just find a different focus when you're outside of it, and just appreciate and uh, enjoy what you're feeling right now. Yeah. Because it really is, it's like the most intense I think I've ever felt. Yeah, and it, that's how it's going to go. The, yeah. the first is always the most intense. Yes. And that's how it's always going to, I think that's how it is throughout history. The first, or throughout everyone's life. First the, breakup, I mean, it's like uh, that hurts the most. I mean, well, actually, maybe oh not the Oh my God, Michelle, you broke my heart. <laughs> you broke my heart. Why, didn't you go, why did you cancel prom with me two days before prom? Ooh, that sucks. Oh, uh, I had to take my brother's girlfriend. You took your brother's girlfriend? It was weird. I can't believe you took your brother's <laughs> girlfriend to par, bro. Well, it was like... Wait, Charlie's or Thomas's? Charlie's. Because she course, was like... Charlie's. Yeah, because she was like the super hot... Like, he was in college, but she was still... Uh, she was like a year older than me. She was like the super hot girl from the next town over who I was friends with. She was the girl... Like, she was the hot girl that everybody... Morgan. She was the hot girl that everybody was like totally boner love with uh and so she was like she kind of so felt he sorry let you he let you take oh she felt sorry for you yeah she was the oh. one that offered she heard she offered she was like well you know because i didn't have time to find a date ladies was slim pickings in those days <laughs> yeah rochester to, I, and she lived an hour away oh my god that's so nice it was very nice and but you know but also coincidentally that was also she was the one who got me smoking who gave me my first cigarette Bad girl. On that night, on prom night. Bad girl. She was a bad girl. Morgan was a bad girl. Of course she is. Oh, yeah. Everyone she was, had the boner for her. Everyone had the boner for the bad girl. Everyone has boner for a bad Tyra, girl. Tyra. <laughs> Friday Night Lights Actually, match. she looked a lot like Tyra. God, I loved Tyra. Like, she was blonde, had that super hot, like, and, tough like, the girl really, thing really going on. And, like, the really, really tiny skirts and, like, the tiny shirts showing the belly button ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that, yeah, but that's that, how I dressed, too. Hey, no, no, that was totally... Me. <laughs> yeah, but the breakup, that was, and it wasn't even a breakup. It was just a flat out rejection. But like the first big flat out rejection is, is pretty hurts. rough. All of that stuff, it's very rough. It's it's very intense. Uh, but, oh man, enjoy it. Yeah, man, it's a wild ride. It's a wild ride, man. Oh, the agony. <laughs> God, now I'm thinking about him. Now I'm like upset because I'm thinking about I'm him. I'm kind of upset. I'm thinking about Michelle and I'm a little upset See, right now. See, Swedish Reball does it. <laughs> it always sucks. It always sucks, even though we're both in like wonderful, loving, Love fulfilling I'm relationships. I'm very happy, but I still think about him, man. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm just like, God damn. <laughs> It's just the way it goes. It's yeah. just it's life and love, man. Yep. It's life and love. It's better to experience it though than to not have it at all. It's very true. Hell yeah, girl. You do it. Do it. If any of you guys out there have any questions or comments for us, capecomedyradio at gmail.com is the email address to write to. And uh we'll talk to y'all next week. Hell yeah. Goodbye. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>